And for Off the Block, I'm Dan Lopes, and we are now joined by Rock Parat, the coach of Purdue-Fort Wayne, after his team knocked off number 10 Lewis, a clean sweep on the road. And, Coach, I'll say this. You know playing volleyball. Not all sweeps are equal sometimes. You get the sweep, but it was only by a five or only by a seven-point margin. So what do you feel was the biggest difference that had that seven-point swing go your way? I thought our serving and passing, uh, when we needed it, made a huge difference, uh, especially late in set two and late in set three. Um, that was probably the big difference. But listen, it was a really competitive match. You know, we got out of the gates early in the opening set. Uh, we found our groove, a little bit of a dip, and then at the end of the set, we really played well. And in the second set, we carried over. And we had a large, large lead. And to Lewis's credit, and that's that's the thing about our conference, it's so hard to win on the road. They fought back and made it a very competitive second set, and we were lucky enough to squeak it out at the end 25-23. So, you know, our guys showed some resiliency uh, in tough spots, especially against a really good uh, Lewis Flyer team. And, uh, you know, a little bit of the serving and passing made a big difference for us. Well, and Coach, talking about your serving and passing, I asked about your libero, Troy. You look at the numbers tonight. They were serving primarily to him 27 times on the night, only got aced once. Can you just talk about that stability that he's able to bring to your backcourt? Well, it wasn't so much that they were serving at him. as that fact that we, as the coaching staff, were moving him in spots where they were going to serve the ball, and that really helped. And we've made a conscious effort this year to put Troy in a position where he can handle more of the court being our best ball uh, person, ball control person, and servicing person. Um, It makes a big difference when our first contact can be solid and we can run an efficient offense. So, you know, we've done a good job as a coaching staff, but we're in a position where we can take more court, handle the ball, and tonight that was the case. Um, You know, if it seemed wherever we would serve the ball for the most part, he was there in order to to handle first contact and get us in the rhythm uh, to side out. And in the backcourt, you know, he's done a nice job playing both the left back and middle back positions for us. Very fluent. Uh, makes some spectacular plays, and he's really good out of system wise as well in terms of handling the ball for us. So it does make a huge difference when you have somebody in the backcourt who can make plays, and that's the key at the libero position is about making plays. Well, Coach, we talked about your backcourt. I want to ask you about your front court. And especially your middle attacker, Rico Wardlow, you know, we saw, we see him come on the scene a couple years ago when he was with the U.S. Boys Youth National Team, continuing to grow his game for blocks. Can you just uh, talk about what you've seen from his play this year, especially on the defensive side? Well, he's developing uh, more and more as he gets comfortable playing. You know, he was out early this season with an injury. He didn't start playing until the end of January, early part of February, so... He's only had maybe four weeks of play where he's, you know, seen significant play time. Uh, but tonight was his best defensive night for sure. His serve has gotten better and better as the season has progressed. I still think we need to give him more looks and better looks offensively because he's very versatile. I mean, his range at the net left to right is immense, and we need to take more advantage of that. Obviously, it's predicated on the first contact. Um, and then lastly, the blocking part, and tonight, he did a really good job. Two uh, blocks tonight, four block assists. I mean, it's very impressive in terms of what he was able to do. And that's a confidence thing. And, it, and blocking is an attitude thing. 
And uh, usually when you serve well or play well offensively, that can translate to the blocking game where you don't get frustrated that easily. And it showed tonight he did not get frustrated easily. Even when he was maxed up uh, the one time against Tyler Mitchum for, for Lewis, he did a really nice job trying to contain him and slow him down as best as he could, and I thought he was effective that way as well. Well, and Coach, I want to ask you, you know, because Tyler Mitchum once again put up good numbers. Yeah, as a coach, you know, what was kind of your game plan going in to try, you know, to stop Lewis knowing that Mitchum was going to be such a big part and that, you know, he was likely to go get his numbers one way or another? Well, there's a huge argument amongst coaches all the time about middles not being allowed to be player of the year individuals. Tyler Mitchum is the best offensive player in our conference. Now, people think it's Parker Van Buren at Loyola or, you know, Janet Silver at Fall State. And don't get me wrong, those guys are having phenomenal years. But you can scheme against those. You can't scheme against Tyler. And, you know, we tried to take as many chances as we could when they were in system against him. Sometimes it works. More times than not, it didn't. I mean, he hit 10, 1, and 13 for, you know, 692. You can't stop him. You can't stop him. And... That speaks volumes to the type of offensive player that he is, obviously being tall, but to be effective in the middle of the court when you usually have at least one block in front of you, but then five defenders. I mean, what he's doing is amazing. Um, So, you know, we tried to contain him. We tried to slow him down. He was so effective. The key against Lewis is you got to then make sure that nobody else beats you. And that's what happened tonight is that we did not allow somebody else to beat us other than Tyler. And, Coach, a couple broader questions before we wrap up here. Um, you alluded to a little bit with Rico. He was battling injury. You know, I know a couple players start the year were out of the lineup for various reasons. How different or how much improved do you feel your team is now compared to the start of the season? Oh, it's night and day. It's, it's night and day. And when you have a squad, and, and Coach Birch and I talked about this on Sunday when I was in Columbus, you take away arguably your best players or your best athletic players, it's a struggle for whatever team it is. I mean, you take a look at Loyola without Cole or, um, you know, whomever. It, it's tough. And so, you know, at the beginning of the year in January, the Cynthia Barra wasn't with us and Rico Wardlow was out. So we're trying to find a groove when two of your starting seven guys are out. That's a hard thing. Um, and then thankfully, by February, and even though I made the adjustment tonight because Zach Sullivan in at the opposite spot, who really made a difference for us, uh, and I moved John Beecher to the left side, um, you know, we at least now have a groove of a solid 7-4 that we can train, and they can get used to playing each other, with each other, and that makes a difference as you go through the season. Thank you very much. Well, and, Coach, uh, two more questions before we wrap up. You look at this win tonight, your first win against Lewis in almost a decade, and after 15-match losing streak against them. I know talking in the past, I'm never sure how much the players truly you know, care about this stuff, but for you as a coach, how, how much do you care and how nice is it for you? Well, the players did care tonight. I mean, they were in jubilation mode. It was a huge win. For me, I mean, I expect to win all the time, so I try not to take it for granted as much. Um, I mean, it's a tough match. I mean, and what happened first tonight, I say, okay, we beat Lewis. That's great. we got to play him again. You know they're going to be better. Uh, but it's nice to have, uh, you know, the streak end, if you will, and gain some momentum against them. And 
you know, maybe it carries over for later on in March when we play them at home, which I hope it does. Um, but, you know, the second thing I thought about was, you know, we blew one at Wall State when we were up two sets to one. And that's what I think about as a coach. Um, so it's a great win. It's a satisfying win to do it on the road and in a tough environment. You know how good Lewis is at home. But they're phenomenal at home. Uh, to do a big three sets is huge to keep pace with McKendry and Loyola. McKendry beat nice to keep pace that we're three and two, but we should be four and one, you know, had we beaten all state and Muncie. So that's what I think about it. Will I celebrate? Yeah, uh, you, you can't take it for granted. So I am going to celebrate with the guys. And they're happy too, but we got a short turnaround because Saturday afternoon we're going to play the Bearcats at home, and McKendry is a really, really good volleyball team, as they showed today, coming down from two cents to none at home to beat the Ramblers. Well, Coach, that's going to be a fun match, and I want to wrap up on this. A very, very, very inside-the-week question that only the most hardened of MEVA scheduling fans are probably going to care about. So I'm really limiting the audience here, but I hope that, hope that you'll bear with me. So right now it's Thursday. You're driving back home to Muncie. Typically in a typical year, past years, you know, you would have the Friday-Saturday schedule. Now it's a little bit Thursday-Saturday. What do you think of the new format this year to give you guys an extra day off in between matches? Well, just so you know, we're heading back to Fort Wayne, not Muncie. Oh, Fort, I got you Fort there. Wayne, Thank I'm you. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'm here with the slip. <laughs> uh, does it make a difference? Yeah, I think it does, especially in our conference being so grueling. And, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago when we started conference play, we had to go back-to-back against Lindenwood and Quincy, and that was a really tough deal because we played Lindenwood at night on a Friday and then played a 3 o'clock afternoon game on a Saturday against Quincy. So... And we were very fortunate to beat both of those teams, but they were at home. Imagine that on the road. The day in between helps. There's no doubt about it. There's great time for preparation uh, from a coaching standpoint. There's great recovery time for the players to kind of adjust. So it is a win-win. Uh, you know, is it something that we can maintain throughout? It's really difficult because we're going up against basketball and gyms that are packed and and, and scheduling conflicts with gymnastics or wrestling or basketball. So uh, it does help. And thankfully for the rest of the season within our conference uh, play, we are playing one match and a day off, and then we play the second match. So uh, for us, I'm, uh, this weekend, I'm very, very happy that we have the day off in between before we play the Kedrier on Saturday at home. 